Hi, everybody. We've got another podcast for you. Hopefully, you're going to get some wonderful information today from my very favorite lender, Eleanor Hutt with Waterstone Mortgage. Eleanor, thank Hello. you for coming. Hi, everyone. So thank you for having me, Ms. Shug. It is an honor. So tell me a little bit, um, how long have you been in the real estate industry as a whole? I said that like a drunk. Tell me, how long have you been in the real estate industry as a whole? 40 years. 40 years. No, girl, you look like you're just 40 now. Thank you. It was right out of high school. <laughs> oh, okay. So what was the beginning? The beginning was, um, I, I'm originally from California, so I went and applied at a bank um, called Mitsubishi Bank at the time, and I applied in the loan department, and I remember typing loan papers, loan documents. Every, we didn't have computers back then. It was all typewriters. So that's where my uh, career started in the lending business. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, so kind of walk us through to, from there to where you are today. So um, began again in downtown LA. I went into commercial real estate and I did commercial real estate for about 15 years. Loved it. I was just, I loved the business world. Um, I worked with a lot of attorneys. I worked with realtors and I just, um, it was just very exciting. Okay. So let me back up just a little bit uh, so that people get to know what was life like for you as a child? What was your family like? Like Life was hard. Um, we were very poor. When I graduated from school, there was no, um, no, op there was no option to go to college. It was, you're going to go to work. Right. You're going to go to work. And so college wasn't even a thought. And so I did, I, you know, went and applied, but I, wasn't going to just take any little job. I, I reached for the stars and I went downtown. And um, that little job at Mitsubishi Bank got me started in the real estate business. And um, yeah. So, so going from growing up poor to being a platinum producer with one of the best lenders in the state, Waterstone Mortgage, how, how do you see that that doesn't add up? How did, how did some poor little girl end up as successful as you are? Yeah, that's pretty amazing. If I, you know, actually, as you're saying it, and I'm thinking back of my upbringing and where I started and then where I'm at now, it blows my mind. But it's been a lot of years of hard work, uh, dedication, a lot of years of just consistency and just, you know, a lot of a lot of years of failing and then just getting right back up and never giving up. Wow. So what kind of a legacy are you leaving for your family? Showing them that, you know, hard work does pay off and how awesome it is to be able to afford to do fun things and, and bless your family and people when they need it and be able to basically live your dream life. It's amazing. That is so cool. So are you living your dream life? I am totally living my dream life. I'm, I can do anything I want to do. Um, I'm able to help others, which is really important to me in my life and giving back. Mm -hmm. I'm able to do that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. That's wonderful. So um, for, for those other people in the world that haven't gotten to where you are, what advice would you give them? How do you go from one person to becoming a whole different person? Well, um, it's really important. Self-growth is very important. It's important that you don't limit yourself to what you can do and that you just tell yourself, I can do, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. And not limit yourself, but also reach for the stars. 
there I never imagined it's just it's it's just happened you know it was and again it wasn't overnight it was years many years uh but then I look back and I looked at myself and I was like wow this is where you're at this is this is great so I would say do not limit yourself to what you can do and if there's something that seems out of reach don't be negative about it. So yeah, I think that um, if you talk to yourself and not listen to yourself, that that's an important thing so that you're speaking positive things to yourself and telling yourself you can do it, you can do it. And um, that's going to really help you achieve your goals. Okay. You said that with a really straight face and all I could picture was Stuart Smiley from the old Saturday Night Live saying, <laughs> say, I like myself. I'm beautiful. And so why is this different than that? From the funny guy? Mm -hmm. So it's on a different level. It's, it's a serious level and it's, it's um, so important that, that you speak to yourself, uh, positive things, serious things, that you're setting goals in your mind and you're speaking to yourself that you're going to do this next and you're going to do this next. And once you do get to this level, then you're going to go to the next level and, and uh, just keep speaking to yourself, positive things to yourself. Okay. So um, has anyone in your family history ever owned more than one home at the same time? Wow. No. How does that feel? That feels great. Because we, we do have several properties and investment properties that are gaining wealth, um, that uh, that's gaining wealth and that's going to help us to, when we retire, help us, you know, with our, with our dreams, accomplish our dreams. And uh, we're not going to have to worry about being poor for the rest of our lives because we made these investments. So... It's very rare for someone to come from being poor to being wealthy. What, what makes you different? Well, um, I feel like uh, I'm very humble about it. Uh, I never realized my net worth until my coach had me write down what, what my net worth was. And, you know, by no means am I super wealthy, but I'm wealthy enough. Okay. So just for fun, just a little fun piece of this. What's the coolest thing that the wealth that you have worked so hard to obtain has given you? What's one of the coolest memories or whatever? That's an easy one. And that would be uh, family vacations. We are actually getting ready for a family vacation to Disneyland. And we're going to spend a couple days there. We're going to go along up along uh, the California coast. Um, and I'm just super excited that I could take my whole family and uh, just have a great time. And so we, over the years, we've we've every year we do a family vacation, and we're able to do really cool stuff that growing up poor you couldn't do. And and that just warms my heart. Yeah, yeah, that is very cool. So. What are some of the lessons from being poor that you want your younger family to know that they don't know because you make sure that they don't do without anything? It's super important that you push through things and that you reach for your goals. And, you know, a lot of people think that money isn't important 
or, you know, like, oh, I just that I'm not going to do this job because it doesn't make me happy, but it pays well. So sometimes you have to do that job just to get through times until you can, you know, do your dream job. And I just um, don't be afraid to start at the bottom because that gets you to the top. Got to start at the bottom. You know, everybody has to start at the bottom. And so don't be afraid to start there. Don't expect to just jump into a high paying job overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. You need to work at it and you need to start at the bottom. Okay. And work your way up. Don't be afraid of that. Okay. Okay. So uh, what are some things that you believe are common misconceptions that the public has about the lending process? Everyone thinks that they don't, they can't qualify. And that's the, I get that so much from people. Oh, I don't think I'm going to qualify. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. And those people qualified. It's not, don't be afraid of it. It's honestly, people, it is so much easier to qualify for a home than it is a rental. Rentals have gotten so strict and they're, they're just, um, they're, it's a, it's a lot harder. It's actually, if you're a first time home buyer, it's actually less expensive to buy a home than it is to rent a home because these days rentals are sky high. They want first month's rent, last month's rent. They want a security deposit with the first time home buyer programs. You can get down payment assistance and closing cost assistance. And you would be surprised at how minimal it is to purchase a home. Okay. So we're recording this mid 2022 right now. And with rents going up, like you're talking about rents are going up so much. What is the security in buying a home with a mortgage? So um, it's security. You know, it it's your home, number one. You take pride in it. It gives you a sense of accomplishment to own your own home. And you get to watch the balance on your loan go down and the equity go up, which builds wealth, which builds future funds for hopefully um yeah, which makes makes you money. So, uh, what any are there any other benefits? Yes, there's a huge benefit. So, as you everyone knows, you know, prices can go up, rents go up, but on your mortgage, the the monthly payment never changes. Your taxes and insurance may go up, but the payment never changes. And really, all that happens is your principal balance goes down, and uh, that doesn't happen when you rent. Okay. Well, I believe people should listen to you specifically because you are not only a homeowner, but you're an investor in many properties. If you didn't believe in this, would you own properties? No, (laughs) no, no. It's proven to you. And, and you had mentioned earlier that you didn't even know your net worth because you just had your head down and you're grinding, you're grinding, you're grinding. And then you wrote it all out and you figured out your net worth. Why did it go up so much more than you thought? Because I, when I think of net worth, I think of what I have in the bank. And I wasn't thinking about the equity in the properties that we own. So that was a huge uh, 
beautiful realization. <laughs> Gosh, yes. It's like, wow, I won the lottery here. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. All right. So uh, what would you say to someone that's just graduating college? Should they buy a home? Absolutely. Don't wait. Don't wait till you think the time is right. Real estate is the, I, I tell people this all the time, that real estate is the most solid investment you can make. The stock market goes up and down. Real estate with longevity, you will always be ahead. Always. Okay. I think it's the, I think it's the most secure investment that you can make. Yeah, they're not making any more of it. It's however much there is, that's all there is. So yeah, you might, you might want to get yourself a piece of that, um, a piece of the American dream. So uh, oh, one other thing I want to make sure to tell everyone is that if you're just graduating from college, you don't need job history because your college is your employment history. College is considered a job. Wow. I did not know that. So if you get hired at a company and you're one day on the job, is if you've attended college, that that is your work history. Wow, that is such a cool thing. Yep. You, I thought you had to have a two-year history, so that's really good information. All right, so <coughs> uh, I have worked with you for well over a decade, and I have never met anyone in any arena that is more determined to find a way. Uh, I could tell story after story after story about you, where somebody, there's no way they were going to get a house, that it, was, it wasn't possible, it wasn't going to happen. Are you that way about everything? Are you that doggedly determined about everything? Hmm. Um, probably not. I, I just, in my career and helping people get into homes, I just, it's so satisfying when somebody thinks they can't do it and you show them that they can and you make it happen. And just, um, you know, sitting at that closing table when they are crying and they're signing their papers and they're buying their first home and they never thought that they would own. And you were a part of that. Wow. It's just such an amazing feeling. And it's great to get people into homes. A home is so important to people. It's where, where, you're, where you laugh with your family, where you cry, where you pray together, where you eat together. And it's just so important to people. To have a, to own a home, I it really that. is. I couldn't imagine not being a homeowner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, very cool. So, why why do you think that you are who you are and that you love so fully? Um, I honestly, I feel like my mother and and father raised us in a house of love and taking care of other people. My family in general, not just my mom and dad, but my aunts and uncles. We were always everybody was always. Uh, serving another person. And it's very much a Hispanic culture that you just serve. You, you know, people come to your house, you serve, you love on them. And it just, uh, it elaborated from, from I think, from my family. So in what way does that translate into you being a phenomenal loan officer? Wow, that's a big word. Thank you for that. Because um, I work with my heart. I work with my heart and I have compassion for people. And um, I just love to see people succeed. All right. Okay, very good. So what is the single best piece of advice you've ever received? Never give up. 
And where did you get that from? You. (laughs) (laughs) I did. (laughs) Right on. That's very cool. So you've been in real estate for 40 years, and you and I both went through something pretty intense in 2008 when the market crashed in March and... 50% of realtors were gone, 50% of loan officers were gone, and those of us that were still in took a 50% haircut on on our income. What was that like for you? It was very challenging, and it kind of goes along with my belief of don't give up, and that sometimes you have to start at the bottom. But one of of the things that I didn't do early on in life when I was making a lot of money in Los Angeles and doing commercial real estate, I, I didn't say I did not save. I spent money as fast as I was making it. And when the market crashed in 08, my pockets were empty. I had nothing in the bank and I had nothing to fall on. So my best advice is start saving early, early. So, uh, so when the market crashed and don't wait to save, start now. But when the market crashed in 08, I was working uh, with a mortgage company and I had to uh, do something to pay my bills. And so I didn't want to give up real estate. I didn't want to give up lending. So I would go, I ended up taking a waitress job at uh, Macaroni Grill. And I could not believe that I was at that age and that I was having to wait tables. So I would go to the mortgage office in the morning and I'd make calls and I'd try to drum up business. And then I'd go to Macaroni Grill and I would work the lunch shift. And then I would go back to work and grind and try to make you know, bring in business. Um, and then I would go back to Macaroni Grill and I would work the dinner shift. And I remember uh, running through the parking lot because I was running a little bit late and it was raining and it was my birthday. And I fell in the parking lot and I just remember um, laying there and saying, my God, this is where my life is at this age. And I vowed at that moment that I would never, never be in that position again. And that I was going to work really hard to get myself out of that. And in a very short time, things changed. I think that was a turning point for me. It was like, oh, you just can't be here again. This cannot happen again. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Whew. Okay. So you're, you're laying in the parking lot. You're lamenting where your life has, is and where it is. And that was in 2008. And so now it's so now it's 14 years later. And you know what your net worth is today. Mm-hmm. So from from zero empty pockets to where you are today in 14 years, does that blow your mind? Blows my mind. I, I yes, I can't believe that in that short period of time. And I could only imagine where I would be had I started saving when I was younger. <laughs> Yeah, we can't re- I, we can't regret those. No. The, the but hopefully somebody will hear what you have to say, hear your heart, and say, "Okay, I'll start the habit now." Yes, because guys, if you won't give ten cents out of a dollar, there's no way that you're going to give a hundred dollars out of a thousand or a hundred thousand out of a million. It's just not going to happen. So you have to have the habit now. I love that. Wow. Okay. So, what would you say to somebody who's down and out right now? Who, who who's laying in their proverbial rained parking lot on their birthday, what would you say to them? 
pick up your feet, get up, wipe the dirt off, and just start moving and doing something. And don't think that it's, don't think of where you're at, think of where you're going. And just do it, do it, don't wait. And don't, you know, don't um, soak about it. Just get up and go. Okay. So, it, is your life looking a little different now? Yes. My like, life looks a lot different. And I'm a lot more confident. And it's sad that it took that place, to, that I had to be in that place to get where I'm at. Um, so, my thing is don't wait till you get there to start. Start now. Start today. Just learn from my mistakes and learn don't from make my, them. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Okay. And you're, you're going to fail along the way. There's no doubt. That's, that's 100% for sure you're going to fail. But you just pick yourself up and you get back up and you go. And uh, one thing my dad always taught me was you never stop failing until you stop trying. Wow. That's very that deep. What I meant to you say? never stop failing until you stop trying. Right. Once you stop trying, you're not going to fail anymore. Yeah. But that is the ultimate failure. Right. Because you made a decision to, to not try. Good advice. So speaking of what your dad did for you, your mom did for you, how important is it who you surround yourself with? Oh, gosh, it's so important. You want to surround yourself with people that you admire, people that you look up to. It will help you grow. Um, I, I don't, I, I do not surround myself around Pete Debbie Downers. Um, and if anything, you know, I might try to help them, um, get out of the rut that they're in or try to encourage them. But it's so important that you surround yourself with positive people, successful people, and people that are going to, um, encourage you to grow or make you want to grow. Okay. More. All right. Um, what is your favorite book? My favorite book is by Mel Robbins, and it's the five-second rule. And the five-second rule basically talks about not procrastinating. And just like when I was laying there, I just, I got up and I had hurt my shoulder, but I still went into the, into work and I couldn't hold trays, but I could do other things. I could have just gone home and said, Hey, I'm, I hurt myself. I was so uh, motivated that I got up and I went in and I was like, okay, let's do this. But the book talks about not procrastinating and five, four, three, two, one, do it. Okay. I love that book. Five, four, three, two, one, just get after it. Um, any parting thoughts that you would like to share? Yes. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to you don't know until you try, and and if you don't try, you'll never get anywhere. Very true. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank I've you. really enjoyed this. Okay. Okay. <laughs>